You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and I have a great guest joining us um, today to talk about his wonderful tour and some of the great things that he has going on. Uh, I'm speaking to Kenyon Glover, who's a former NBA player. He's an actor, producer, director, model, host, motivator, of course, author, and a business owner. So today he's hopping in uh, for a quick second we're going to have him back for a part two but we're starting with part one today and he's talking to us about his uh foundation which is fitness beats depression and also that the tour the tour that they're kicking off um starting in the month of august as well so let me give him a couple of seconds to give an introduction and then we'll roll forward from there so hey what's up kenyon how you doing hey hey i'm doing awesome i'm doing absolutely awesome just getting ready for this tour i'm so excited you know to get it started you know this has been you know a project that i'm very very passionate about so I'm just looking forward to getting going and saving and changing as many as many lives as I possibly can so that's the whole mission right now so that's all we focus on Good stuff. Good deal. Yeah, and I've heard so many wonderful things about the things that you guys are doing when it comes to just mental health overall and also with the your tour. I guess let's start with give us an introduction about yourself as far as how you got started because you started off as an NBA player, you know, and then, right. you know, you had some experiences and it kind of led to where you are now as being a business owner and entrepreneur and the um, awareness that you're creating in regards to depression. So give us a little background scoop on that story, if you will. Yeah, I started off in the uh, NBA. Well, I, just, I started off playing overseas first, played in London, England, and then I began to get some looks from the NBA and Milwaukee Bucks picked me up. And I did a short very short stint in the NBA because of a career-ending injury. And after that happened, that was my pretty much my first experience with depression. Of course, I went into a deep, deep depressive state and uh, attempted suicide. And, and I, of course, I, I failed at it. Uh, it was it was by God's design for me to fail. And it, it, by God's grace, I'm still here. During that time, I didn't know it was depression that I was going. I didn't. I never had have really felt depression. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it felt like. I just knew I was just at a point where I was ready to take my life because, you know, my career was taken from me. So I was just ready yeah. to check out at that time. And then, like I said, God got me through it. And, you know, a year later, I got into, you know, the entertainment business. And I kind of got some things going. I kind of, you know, restored and renewed myself in a way for a while. And then I fell back into depression some years later uh, because of some personal things that was going on. And, and that was the first time I had actually learned what depression was because I attempted suicide again, in which I, I actually was pronounced dead. But my yeah. wife got me to the doctor in time, got me to the hospital in time, and was able to revive me and bring me back to life because I had you know, I had swallowed a lot of pills, I had overdosed, but they actually got to me in time, revived me, sucked the pills out of me, and I was fine after that, and I was committed to a psych ward. I was staying there for like a month, and that was the first time I, I learned about depression and what it was. And after that, you know, it was like, wow, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a person suffering from depression. Yeah. So I started to really do my research and, and educate myself on depression and, and things like that, and I started become, becoming aware of, of, of what it is 
how it is a silent killer. You know, people are really suffering in silence from this, this illness. And it is so real. And I've learned over the years why people get to that point of taking their own life. I totally understand it. Now, I never did understand it before. But, you know, but now it's like I totally get it because I've been in it. Yeah. I can relate to people that's going through it. I try to take my own life. So I totally get what it is that people are going through. A lot of people are suffering in silence. And this silent killing is something that is that needs to be taken serious. It's not, it doesn't need to be taken lightly. It's not something that you can just go sleep off, go sleep it off, and you'll be all right. Or go think positive. It's not that simple. Yeah. And people need to really understand that. It's not simple as you think it is. So, you know what? And the, the, thing, about, the thing about it is I have been actually coping with depression and I'm still suffering from it to this day and the way I cope with it is through fitness I found out that you know what I need to kind of share with the world on how I'm coping with this mm. so that's how the movement fitness beats depression came about I said you know what I want to share with the world on how I'm coping with it and maybe it can touch other people's lives and maybe they can kind of you know take this as, as a coping mechanism for themselves and yeah. be able to get through, you know, the depression that they're going through, whatever they're going through, and maybe this can help them. Maybe this can save lives or change lives. So I said, you know what, why don't I create this movement and go from city to city, putting on like a seminar and showing people, you know, this is what I do to cope with this. So the seminar, I mean, the, the movement consists of, you know, live workouts. We teach it meditation technique. We give it free massages. I mean, it's an absolutely free event. Every city is a free event. People can just come, register, and they come and join the seminar. You know, there will be uh, uh, depression, you know, uh, uh, literature. You know, there's a lot of different things going on throughout the course of each event and each event that hopefully, you know, can inspire people, motivate people, empower people that, look, we can, we can beat this illness. It just needs to be... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, I love the fact that you are openly discussing, you know, what the process has been like for you, because a lot of times, especially for people who have not really experienced it, I mean, we all have times where we're not at our best or we have bad days, but sometimes we just don't really understand what a person is going through when they say they're, they're depressed, because oftentimes it's, there's a stigma or exactly. we think it should look a certain way. So speak to us a, a bit about how how you were able to, I guess, just kind of come to the realization that, hey, this is an actual illness that I'm suffering from, as opposed to, hey, I'm just having a bad day. Like, how did you figure out that it was actually the illness that you were going through, as opposed to just you being, you know, having just a bad day? Well, when I started noticing and being aware of how I was feeling each and every day, I mean, when you, when you have suicidal thoughts pretty much every second of every single day, that's not, that's not normal. You know what I mean? And when you find yourself sad and, and, and just confused and frustrated, and a lot of times it's for nothing. You know, I find myself sad for no reason. Like, I'm like, what am I sad about? You know, and it's like nothing has happened for me to be sad about, but I'm just sad. I'm, I find myself crying and stuff for no reason at all, for nothing to be crying about. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of high, you know, highs and lows. Every single day is a high and a low. I can go from being happy and excited and the next five minutes I'm like feeling like I'm, you know, the worst person in the world. I have the worst man in the world, you know, and it's just it's just a very, very hard situation to deal with when it's a constant, constant, constant thing when you have to deal with it every day, every second of every day. It's a constant um, mental warfare that you're going through. It's a mental 
physical warfare every single day. It's a battle inside your mind that sometimes you feel like you can't you can't win, you know, and it's just it's like a it's it's almost like inside your mind it's a good versus evil situation going on inside your mind. And it's something that's like you can't get control of it. You don't know how to control. You you don't know how to control your thoughts. You don't know how to control the bad feelings, the good feelings. It's like it's uncontrollable. And most of the time, it's a bad feeling each and every day. And you're trying your best to override those bad feelings with good, positive thoughts and surrounding yourself with good energy and good, positive people. But sometimes that just doesn't help. It's just a feeling you just sometimes you feel like you can't overcome. And that's what I go through. And that's what I... I began to take notice of how I was feeling each and every day. And I had to, like, you know, get help, seek help. Like, start talking about what I was going through, what I was feeling. And that's when I, that's, that's when they said, yo, you're suffering from depression. You know, they, they diagnosed it with uh, chronic depression. You know, I've been dealing with it for years now. Yeah. You said something that was very important. You said that people just kind of, it was like when people start to notice, like, hey, you need help. But a lot of times people are reluctant to seek that sort of professional assistance that they really need. What are your thoughts on that as far as like getting to a point where, you know, your thoughts are not consistent, you know, in the terms of thinking positive or, you know, all that stuff is not working. It's just more negative thoughts that are kind of piling up on you. Why do you think so many people don't seek the help that they need? I think a lot of people don't want to take accountability that they're suffering. They don't want to admit that something is wrong with them. I think some people are got to the point where... They are embarrassed that they need help, you know, because I guess we've, we're, we're, we're taught to, you know, try to handle things on our own, figure things out on our own. We're taught to try to have a tough mindset and be yeah. tough, mentally tough and all of this. But when it comes down to it, we all have, we, we're all going to experience weaknesses at some point in our life where, you know, sometimes you just need professional help. Sometimes you just need to seek professional help to find out what's going on. You have to, you know, lay, lay down your pride yeah, sometime yeah. And, and go seek that help. Because we all need help at some point. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people just, they just scared to admit it. They're scared to come to the realization that something is wrong with them. And they just don't want to get that help. And I think that's where people, you know, tend to get to that point of just suicide and taking their own life. Because of that pride is just so strong inside them that they just... Yeah, that's important. That is definitely important. So, and with Fitness Beats Depression, I know you guys kind of offer those workshops and you, you know, you do different events throughout the year. When it comes to like managing depression, like are there any core services or anything like that that you, so you have the fitness. So anything in addition to that, like any resources or uh, things like that in the community that you guys help people with? Yeah, so that will be definitely incorporated into each event. Like I said, you know, we're going to have some professionals there, some motivational speakers there. Uh, we're going to have different literature and things like that that will hopefully help people, you know, to seek out the help that they need or give them some advice or, you know, give them some techniques they can try to overcome whatever they're going through, the depression or anxiety or whatever. So, you know, we're going to have plenty and plenty of things to offer that will hopefully, you know, help people, you know, as much as we can. Great, great, great. Which cities are you guys visiting? I know you launched in Dallas on August 11th, correct? Yeah, our first event is uh, Dallas, Texas, August 11th. be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can go on the website, fitnessbeachdepression.com, and get all the information. Uh, as far as the first event, they can register, they can donate toward, toward the cause or whatever. And after that, the next city is uh, Chicago, September 14th. That'll be the next city. 
Got it, Chicago. Good deal, good deal. All right. So, Kenyon, let's jump back into, we're going to really just take a quick deep dive into mental health because I just want to really get this information out and help people to understand how they can get assistance and really just be able to put themselves in a better state of mind. You mentioned earlier that sometimes we First of all, when you know that something is going wrong, your thoughts and stuff is just kind of like reoccurring negative thoughts. And then, of course, the stigmas. Everybody thinks depression looked like this. I've actually had a good friend of mine once had told me that she was not feeling well, but, you know, we're brought up to think tough and all this other stuff. And, you know, oh, you're just having a bad day. And she had gotten to the point where she ended up in a situation where she had to get, she was forced into mental health because a lot of the family members kind of laughed like, oh, you know, whatever, because we don't really understand what the depression looks like. But talk to us a bit about what does it look like? You say, okay, hey, I'm feeling bad. That's what you experience. Like, okay, I know what I'm thinking. I know how I feel. But for those of us who are on the outside looking in, people that are observing the loved ones or whatever going through these bad times, like what are some of the things that other people can do to help if they they know that a friend is depressed or they're just not themselves? Yeah, I mean, one thing I can say is uh, that my wife noticed about me is my mood swings. I would have crazy mood swings. Like I said, you have highs and you have lows. And my wife just noticed that, you know, I could be in a high and the next minute later, I'm feeling low. Yeah, you know, I could, yeah. I could be sitting there talking positive and all of a sudden the next second I'm like, you know, talking about killing myself or talking about suicide or talking about, you know, jumping off a cliff or something. And she's like, well, you just talk about, you know, you're feeling good and you can't wait till this happens because this, you know, this is going to take off and, now you talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's a lot yeah. of mood swings that you go through. Uh, so I would say look for mood swings in people. Like one, one second they could be high, the next day they're on a, next second they're on a low. And like I said before, you know, sometimes when you see people, they could be, they start crying, like in the middle of, sometimes it could be like in the middle of a conversation and you could be talking about something positive and all of a sudden that person just starts crying all of a sudden. Yeah. And you're not even realizing why. And you know, that could be a sign right there that something's wrong with this person, you know. Um, and the next thing is, if people is, is really sad all the time, yeah. you know, and you just don't know why this person could be sad all the time, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you, like you said before, people just don't really understand how depression works. And a lot of, you know, especially us as African-Americans, you yeah. know, like I said, we talk to, you know, just be tough or, you know, sleep it off or think positive or whatever. You just cannot overcome that. Sometimes and sometimes you you find yourself sad all the time. So that's that's one thing to look for. People are sad all the time for no reason. Uh, I mean, of course, there's going to be things that happen in your life that make you sad. But sometimes, you know, people get sad. Like I get sad sometimes for no reason at all. You know, something it, 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 I can have the most blessed life. A lot of things going right. Money in the bank account, nice house, car, whatever. But I'm still sad. Yeah. You know, and I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's how people confuse people that commit suicide. They say, well, dang, you know, why, why was this, why did this famous person commit suicide? He had the money, the cars, the fame, the this, the that, and the other. And sometimes it's not about that. It's not about materialistic things. It's not about, you know, your status in life. Depression doesn't care about your status. Depression doesn't care about race, gender, color, creed, whatever. Depression attacks everybody. You know, and people need to understand that status does not matter. Depression will attack anybody at any given point. Me and a friend of mine yesterday was talking about all these famous people like Robin Williams. I'm not sure if you know who that is, but the actor yeah. Robin Williams was, you know, a very, very brilliant actor, had money, fame, all of this. He committed suicide because he was depressed. And people that say, 
that hung around him was like he was always upbeat. He always made people laugh and this and that. He was always cheery and all this and that. And next thing you know, he's dead from suicide because he was he was suffering in silence. You know, he was suffering on his own. People would have never known this dude was depressed, you know? And obviously there was a chemical imbalance going on that people didn't know about. Right, so, yeah. you, just, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that sometimes it's really hard to pinpoint because sometimes you won't even see signs of people that's going through depression because they're trying so hard to not show signs, you know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. they don't want to, they don't want you to think that they're crazy. You know, um, because we, we tend to label depression or mental health, let me put it like that. People tend to correlate mental health with being crazy. Right, yeah. And I think we take that, that phrase, crazy, and, and mental health, when it's, it's, it's really kind of two different things. You know what I'm saying? Right. And only because you're suffering from a mental health disease called depression doesn't make you crazy. You know, there's, like I said, there's different elements of mental health. There's different, different stages of depression. You know, so don't just think so because you're suffering inside. That doesn't make you crazy. I don't. I don't consider myself crazy. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm suffering from depression. That's true. You definitely got a point. This has definitely been good, and I'm so happy that we have organizations like yours, Fitness Beats Depression to kind of help combat some of that and, and give people just uh, some time to really reflect and, and enjoy themselves. Because it definitely is, you know, it, it's a huge issue in all communities. Uh, before we wrap up, Kenyon, let me ask you, if you could just leave us, from your own personal experience, leave us with some advice that you would lend to somebody who may be listening right now and suffering from depression, but they just don't know where to turn for help. Well, I mean, that's, that's the first thing. You've you got to, first of all, you got to realize that you, you are suffering. You know, that's the first thing and foremost. Admit to yourself that you are suffering. You are suffering from something, and it could be depression. And you need to talk to somebody. If you're not going to seek help professionally, you need to talk to somebody. You need to tell somebody what you're going through, how you're feeling. You know, and just, and just, sometimes you just need to vent and just get it out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that, that even helps. You know, find somebody that you can trust, that you can talk to, and just vent and just explain what, how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way. You may not know why you're feeling that way, but you just need to just get it out, talk to somebody, and and just get help. You know, that's that's basically all I can I can I can really say. You know, stop suffering, please, please stop suffering in silence because this is a a deadly illness. Trust me. You know, so many people are dying every single day from depression, and me personally, I'm just I'm just. I'm tired of hearing about people committing suicide on a daily basis over depression. That's why I created this movement. That's why I'm hoping and praying that this movement can help inspire the world. So, yeah, that's that's just my advice. Just get help. Talk to somebody. Do whatever you need to do. Good deal. Great stuff, Kenyon. Thanks so much. So you, you guys heard it. Mr. Kenyon Glover, the founder of Fitness Beats Depression. Those guys are kicking off their uh, national tour starting on August the 11th. In Dallas. Kenyon, before we wrap up, please let us know where we can find out more information on Fitness Beats Depression and so where we can go and get information on the tour as well. Yeah, so the website is uh, www.fitnessbeatsdepression.com, fitnessbeatsdepression.com, or you can go to my IG, follow me, Kenyon D. Glover, or my company, KG Experience, that's KG, the letter X, P E R I N C E. Follow me on Facebook, KG Experience. So you can always, always find me posting things about mental health, depression, things like that. So definitely, definitely check it out. Sounds good, Kenyon. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're definitely looking forward to having you back on part two as we continue to talk about 
your entrepreneurship endeavors and some of the other things that you have going. Thanks so much for for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Take care. You too. Thanks for tuning in to SOB Style of Business, the podcast. Be sure to connect with us at styleofbusiness.co, where you can stream past episodes or get more info on our services. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on iTunes and Spotify at SOB Style of Business, the podcast. See you guys next week.